Chris, 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 it is opening day uh, for the Jays. The home opener happens today. We're playing Milwaukee. There's a threat of rain, so probably the Dome is going to be closed. And uh, here's what Gibby said about being back in Toronto. Yeah, I think we're all looking forward to getting back here. You know, your, your home field, you know, the... Uh you know, the crowds we get are really into it, so it's a little different than a lot of places. So, yeah, I think that'll do wonders. Yeah, it's an exciting day. There's the Jays manager talking away about uh, well, the exciting season that we are going to be embarking in with the home opener today. And, and hoping that they can play a little bit better now that they've finally arrived home. Hey, speaking of games, uh, you know, there's we were talking about this yesterday. The Leafs or the Raptors, uh, they're both in the playoffs. What happens? Because they both play at the ACC. What happens in the case of the uh, tailgate parties? Right. The old Maple Leaf Square and the uh, Jurassic Park. It's now become a tradition when the teams are in the playoffs to go watch the games in the square. And this did not occur to me at all. And you brought it up uh, after the show, Kelly. Yeah. You know, we can schedule around who plays at home in the Air Canada Centre, but they play that, that video board outside even when they're away. So how do we schedule when there's two games going on on TV at the same time, a Leafs game and a Raptors game, who gets the square? Well, MLSC put this out and they said, listen, uh, it, here's how we're going to work it. Uh, this is according to their uh, press release. Uh, if the Raptors, Leafs or Raptors are playing within the arena, the tailgate party in Maple Leaf Square also is dedicated to that team exclusively. Both the Leafs and Raptors will host tailgate parties for their away games provided the other team is not playing a home game at the same time. And if both teams play on the same day at different times, Maple Leaf Square will transition from one team's tailgate party to the other, which is going to be very busy. Uh, But here's where it gets funky. If both teams play away games on the same day at the same time, Mm -hmm. that board on Bremner will feature a split-screen broadcast with both games shown simultaneously. There will be smaller support screens around Jurassic Park and around that uh, Maple Leaf Square. That to me, a split screen? Really? Yeah. That is just such a bummer. You got to be kidding me. Uh, and I like the idea of having the smaller support screens, which I think they should just have anyway. But Raptors fans, and I'm not, I, I, I hope I'm not hurting any Raptor fan feelings right now, but Raptors fans have a bit of an inferiority complex, especially when compared to the Leafs. Well, because of jerks like you. <laughs> they hate the fact that people are bigger fans of the Leafs who have not been so successful in the last few years and they get first billing on the sports casts even when the rafters are doing better so the fact that now they have to share their park their little their square with leafs fans i don't think will go over that well now for the well, most listen. part toronto maple leaf fans and toronto raptor fans are the same people but when you get get the two in there that are you know the raptors fans who have a bit of a chip on their shoulder and the leafs fans who think that they're more important I'm worried about what will happen in that square. You know what I'm worried about? I'm worried about traffic. We're taking That's down the true. York Young exit ramp, right? Mm-hmm. Bay exit ramp mm-hmm. off the Gardner. The Lakeshore is going to be jammed. Any, You know, why are we making everything exclusively, even if we're, they're not there, mm-hmm. down around that ACC? How about Jurassic Park stays at the ACC or the Leafs stay at the ACC? We, we show the big screen and then we move some things up to Nathan Phillips Square. What the hell happens up there? Nothing. It's a big empty spot in the center of the city. Yeah, when the Jays were in the playoffs, they were playing games there, but that was mostly City Hall and Nathan Phillips yeah, Square well, putting that together. And you Do know, it again. Yeah. Move it around. I'm just saying. It's going to be a traffic nightmare, right? It's already going to be a traffic nightmare, so I don't know. You are correct. Hey, that's um, 
that passenger that was dragged off the United Airlines flight, you know, the one we were talking about yesterday, kicking and screaming, um, if you don't remember, do we have some of that audio? Yeah. Okay, it was a bit over the top, and I know a lot of us were thinking, wow, that's quite a dramatic way to exit the plane. But he was being dragged off the plane. I mean, yeah. to me, that's assault. Yeah, and I said that yesterday. He was, he kind of put down his dead weight a little bit. Like, he was not letting them take him out easily. Sure. He Obviously, was a kid throwing a tantrum, basically. They had gone too far by dragging him out of the plane. Mm-hmm. But he's in control of his own dignity at that point. And the more I watch it, the more I start to think, if I were in that position, I would say, okay, unhand me, sir. I'm walking out here w- with my digni- dignity and with my pride. But, you know, uh, United Airlines lost $800 million of its value on on uh, Wall Street yesterday in the wake of that PR disaster. But this doctor now, we're finding out more information. This is according to the Daily Mail, so I don't know how much stock you want to put in this. But uh, the doctor who was dragged off was uh, apparently a felon who traded prescription drugs for secret gay sex with a patient half his age and uh, took them himself. And he needed uh, anger management classes and was not forthright and had uh, control issues, uh, one psychiatrist found. Really, I understand why they're bringing this up now, you know, to point to his credibility or somebody that they would pull off the flight. But Mm -hmm. I don't think they knew that at the time. And I don't care what his history was. Did he pay for the ticket? Yes, and he was then on why the flight. unhand me goodly, sir? That's what I say. He wasn't. They didn't bump him before he got on the flight. He was already on the flight. They asked for volunteers. Yes. They asked for people to take money. No one said yes. They selected him randomly. Maybe, yeah, maybe he was a jerk when they selected him randomly. But then move on to the next random selection at that point. Speaking of bumping, bumping people off flights to be specific, our uh, transportation minister, Mark Garneau, has... Uh, announced that there will be an airline passenger bill of rights, and he will address this bumping. I certainly have seen what uh, happened in the case of the United uh, Airline flight, and that is why last November I announced that we would be putting in place what we call a a regime of rights for passengers. So we recognize that uh, when a passenger books a ticket, uh, they, they are entitled to certain rights. Yeah, they are entitled to certain rights. We're going to talk about that a little bit later on with um, an airline passenger rights advocate, Gabor Lukas. He's been on the show before, so we'll talk with him about exactly what we can expect as far as uh, what airlines, how airlines will be uh, treating us in the future whenever that happens. I don't want to say near future because when we're talking about uh, legislation, it takes Mm -hmm. so long to get the ball rolling. At least a year. Yeah. Hey, uh, if you've ever looked at yourself in the mirror, if you're married, and you think, holy crow, I'm starting to look a lot like my partner, Mm -hmm. or you look at a photograph and you're like, well, we could be brother and sister. It's kind of icky, right? Well, science is pointing to reasons why married couples look alike. This is a study out of Boston Boston University, and uh, they are saying that psychologists have analyzed photos of couples when they first got married and photos of them 25 years later. And funnily enough, as years passed, spouses started to look more and more like each other. What's that, exhausted and resigned, Chris? No, no, no. They actually said, for example, if your partner has a good sense of humor, both of you will likely develop lines around your mouth. Well, I guess we know who's paying for the Botox then in that situation, honey, don't we? All right, we're back in it in just a flash. Uh, Ryerson has just received some pretty interesting photography, um, a pretty interesting photographic uh, collection as a gift. And I want to tell you how you can get your peepers on this stuff. And uh, it's just in time for Canada's 150th birthday.